Welcome to Passion for Christ. This is Russ here with you again, and I am with my friends from Gold Country Baptist Church in Shingle Springs, California, and they've been here on a mission trip. And so I just thought I'd ask these guys to just share a little bit about what the Lord's been doing on this trip and um, how it came about. And so we'll start off with Corey Milliken. He's on the uh, the pastoral staff there at Gold Country. Let's go back really quick. What was it about this trip to Utah that you know, there's a lot of places to go around the world. What is it about Utah that maybe the Lord was, you know, conjuring up in your in your heart and your mind to, to go on this trip? It's pretty amazing to know that there's a group of people within our own country, not far from us, only 10 or 12 hours away, who don't have the gospel in many ways. Though there's lots of faithful churches in, in the Salt Lake City area, to know that they're laboring in a place that's so densely populated with people who, who believe a false gospel. And so there's a huge need here for Christians to, to come and minister to those that don't know Christ. Right. And um, so, yeah, it's such a, such a sweet draw to, to remember that, that we don't have to go to another country uh, to reach a people that, that don't know the gospel, that don't know the true Christ, that don't know the saving power of right. Christ's work on the cross and uh, to be able to just drive a little ways down the road and, and minister to those people. Right. Um, Russ, it's been a huge blessing to uh, come alongside you guys in this time. And well, it's been a blessing to be with together. you guys. Um, and something too, I think is, is in your area, you have a temple in Folsom, I think um, you may That's have right. one or two temples nearby Sacramento area, I think. So, so you have a, a you know, a pretty 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 good uh, contingency of, of Mormons that live in your area. So hopefully this trip will help to just further all of the the good equipping that that Gold Country is doing in this little niche. You know, just to help protect uh, from you know the false teachings of the Mormon Church, but just also give us a compassion for these people and to understand where they're coming from, so we can so not not be afraid of them, not be. Um, Oh, just, you know, like lethargic about them, you know, but to actually have an interest in, in sharing with them. So, yeah, that's great. So if we were to go back, uh, we're going to go to Houston and Corey Freeman in just a second. But um, share with us if we were to go back into the beginning of this trip. When you got here on Saturday night, uh, started off on Sunday. Do you want to just kind of recap a little bit of when you went to the Mormon ward? Do you want to just cut, try to recap a little of that, and then we'll go on to Houston and, and uh, Corey. We have two Corys in the room here. So, Corey, no, yeah. So, tell us a little bit about the experience at the ward, which was just maybe like a flashback, something that comes to your mind, what that was like. Yeah. One of one of our team members, Jen, had been to a Mormon ward before, but otherwise, none of us had ever been to a, a Sunday morning sacrament service with, with uh, LDS friends. And so, I, I think we were probably all a little, little nervous, maybe a little apprehensive, um, because we know that we're going into a place that um, that is that is worshiping a false god. All of their expressions of worship, all of their traditions, all of the songs, all of the all of the the verses that are shared, um, they have they have a wrong view. They have a they have a, another Christ. And so I think just kind of not knowing, you know, what's this gonna what's this gonna be like? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what will the interactions be? But it, it ended up being, Russ, probably one of the highlights of the trip to sit in the room after the service to talk with those LDS folks. And, yeah, the and leaders. Just to, yeah, those leaders. And to see you kind of shepherd us through that conversation, um, I think that was a great kind of ground, you know, ice-breaking event for us to do. And right. really, do, like you said, grow our compassion for Very kind people to talk them. with. And, and hopefully we'll be able to continue. And so... 
Um, Houston, let's continue that discussion there about the ward. What stands out to you? What's what was something that jumped out at you when when you think about going there? Um, I think one of the things that was just really interesting, um, like Corey was saying, I, I don't I didn't have a big idea of what to expect when I got there, even though you know we've we've studied a little bit about uh, the LDS faith, uh, but um, yeah, I, I was I was struck by just how much emotion and feeling was kind of the basis for so much of the teaching for so much of the um the uh the testimonies uh, were primarily centered around the emotion and and what what was being felt um which we know that you know we, we can't rely on our feelings our feelings are wrong about things and, right they can't be uh, the often. engine that pulls the train absolutely yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um it was a very uh, it was very cold feeling to be in there and, and see it just, it may have been one of the most, um, sobering, sobering, spiritually sad. dead feeling yeah. places I've been. I know. Um, so it was, it was pretty impactful in that way. Right. Right. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. Uh, let's see, let's go over to, to Corey. Um, and let's see. Uh, if, if you wanted to share something about the ward, you can, or we can move on to the next thing. Do you want to say anything about the ward, or uh, move I'll on? just say something brief? Yeah. Um, they kind of already reflected what yeah. uh, what I was going to say, but yeah, just you know, I've never been to a ward, and I'll be honest, I was nervous too. Yeah, I had no idea what to expect. You know, you, I only know LDS through like movies. You know, you kind of get a stereotype, yeah. so you really don't know. Yeah, but when going in there, there was definitely a, just you have all this, you know beautiful scenery that they make and everything but it's as a christian it just feels so spiritually dead there yeah you, and you, you feel sad I, I felt sad and just kind of like this this feels dark right as much as there's you know all this beautiful white scenery it's just it's I dark know. and it's I sad know. and i have you know it makes me want to go witness even more you right. know to see that right so yeah, and then of course true. what Corey and houston said as well right excellent thank you so now if we were to kind of turn the page um, and trying to think of the next thing that, that we did as far as, you know, like an outreach or something like that. We turned to Monday. And so uh, I believe we went down to, um, was it Temple Square we went to on Monday initially? Or was it something else we did prior to that in the morning? Oh, we went to the parade. We went to the, to the, uh, the Pioneer Day Parade. What, oh, what yeah. comes to your mind about the Pioneer Day Parade, Corey? <sighs> Well, not knowing much about the Pioneers until I got here and you yeah. started telling us about it. It's definitely heavily influenced by, you know, the Mormons coming here, the pioneers coming and making Utah the way it is. So just seeing the parade, you know, you have your typical, you know, parade stuff. You have schools being sponsored, you know, law enforcement, all that stuff. But, you know, what stood out to me was, um, I don't know if it was a school or not, if it was being sponsored, but you see all these missionaries, all the the LDS missionaries and everyone's cheering for them. And, you know, and it just kind of shows what they're worshiping here in Utah, what is heavily influenced there. And it just, you know, it's different from every other state, honestly, you know, it's, it it exposes me to realize, wow, this is, this place needs Christ. Absolutely. You know, super. Well, thank you so much. Let's, let's flip the, uh, the microphone over to Corey and Corey Milliken. And so, um, we were handing out water bottles. What what, what was significant about those water bottles? Were they just water bottles? Mm. No, we no. had something wrapped around them. That's right. Yeah. And what were so, those? So, Russ, you you know, I think you reminded us often that it's 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 good to 
to do good to our LDS friends, to, to love them, to show compassion to them, to, to care for them, to show them the genuine love of Christ. So uh, lots of people wanted water bottles. So just giving them a, a water bottle on a hot day was a blessing, an overflow of our love for Christ and for them. But attached to those was a little gospel track. And yeah, it was easy to put on, too. You guys were awesome. We just we had the rubber bands just went right on there. Rubber band track, slip it around there, boom. We had we had just we put them in little like small bags and just handed them out to people and yeah. so yeah maybe if there's a, a church listening right now you know a Bible centered church and you're trying to think well what could we do on next year you know on July 24th this is a great way to to get the the gospel seeds out there I think oh, that's a great yeah. idea Russ so, can I ask you a question yeah are there uh, outside of Utah are are there other places that you know of around the country that also do Pioneer Day parades and um, things like that I'm not aware of any I'm not aware of any I think it's just a Utah thing I cool. think it's just a, a big Utah thing but th- but they have these types of parades just you know in, in many of the different cities I think you know Salt Lake City for one so I mean you could literally get thousand you know probably a thousand water bottles if we really wanted to Really just – that was the thing too. I'm sure like maybe you thought this too. is like, you know, we gave it 150 and no, no you know, guilt. You can't, you can't necessarily get enough water bottles for everybody. You could, I guess, but, you know, it would be a neat thing to orchestrate, wouldn't it? Just to have like – imagine if you had like a 1,000 of them, mm-hmm. you know, 2,000 and try to get one into every person's hand. Yeah. We had a couple, we had a couple neat conversations with people, you know, as we handed them out and just interesting to kind of catch LDS folks outside of the kind of the, the, the formal, uh, uh, settings of their missionary, um, endeavors just to talk to an LDS person on the road and to kind of hear how they're thinking about life and, and kind of life outside of the, uh, out of, out of the missionary kind of moment. Yeah. Uh, It was really, really, yeah. Just talking to them. Yeah. Yep, that was that was a great time. And then we headed down to Temple Square. And so let's go over to Houston. Houston, we've got about two minutes left before the break, but just share what were some of your impressions at Temple Square? Um, well, there's a lot of structurally impressive things there. Uh, it was interesting how important an area this is for them. Um, yeah, it, it was just it was another one of those things where you know you walk into the building and you just kind of feel um, kind of the same feeling that you have at the ward. Uh, it's a little different because the the you know what's going on there is a little bit different. We took a tour um, and some of the tour guides were telling us about some of the stuff and um, asking us if we had questions and stuff. Right. But uh, but it was really interesting that you know right after they asked us if we had questions and we brought up some. Uh, some questions. Um, they really weren't very open. No. Um, it seems on the surface to be like a very inviting place. Right. You know, like they want to be hospitable and, and stuff, and they got people everywhere talking to you. But um, but there's a lot of uh, uh, resistance to really asking questions and really um, questioning things. It was kind. Of, it felt like I was inside their bubble. And, and you felt like you kind of you were kind of like an inconvenience to them, like. Uh, you know, go talk to the missionaries some other days. Like, this is your mm-hmm. headquarters. You know, this is this is where if you're going to ask questions, shouldn't you have like a a station somewhere for somebody to be able to answer some questions? It's, it's right. not like we're being contentious or anything. Well, listen, we're going to continue this discussion with my friends from Gold Country Baptist Church here on a mission trip with Utah Partnerships for Christ. 
Uh, we're going to be back. We're here right after the break, so stay with us. Uh, continue praying for this team and all the, the seeds that have been planted. So so stay with us. You're listening to AM820, 95.3 FM, and 103.9 FM, or maybe even on our streaming app at Truth Network. So stay with us, and we'll be right back. We are back here on Passion for Christ, and I'm with my friends from Gold Country Baptist Church. We're just recounting what the Lord has done this week uh, here on their mission trip. So, uh, Corey Freeman, uh, share, share with us a little bit about after you guys went to Temple Square and shared Christ with people and stuff, you guys went to the rescue mission of Salt Lake. What were some of your impressions there? Well, my impressions might be a little different than some of the others just because, you know, with the job that I do, uh, in law enforcement, I actually see a lot of like homeless people and everything out on the streets just through my career. And it was actually very eye-opening. I'm, it's truly a blessing to actually see a different side that I never get to see. And not only that, I got to preach to them right. the gospel. I mean, talk about getting out of your comfort zone. That was that was a huge tug on my heart. You know, when, and that was Ephesians chapter 2, wasn't it? It was Ephesians chapter 2, yep. uh, verses 1 through 10, which I use a lot with when witnessing to the LDS. Right. And, yeah, I mean, when Corey asked me to, to preach to the homeless people, I was, I was a little hesitant at first because I'm, like, looking around and kind of almost judging. I mean, I'll be honest with right. you. I was judging based right. on my experience. And then after I was done preaching and seeing them actually come to me and Corey and just saying thank you for sharing the gospel. I really needed to hear that. And these are guys that just came off the street. Like half, like you said, some of them that are off in the front. or something? Yeah. Or, uh... And it just really opened my eyes to say, you know, the gospel needs to be presented to everyone. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. you know, to stop judging, oh, because you're homeless, you know, that's that doesn't matter. I mean, look what Jesus did with his ministry and talking with people that even his followers were like, what are you doing? Exactly. Why are you talking to them? Right. You know, and so... That just was a, it was a huge blessing and a great experience to, you know, grow spiritually and just have a need for the loss. You absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Thank you so yeah. much. Um, all right. Uh, going over here to Corey Milliken. Um, after that, I was on Tuesday night. Then Wednesday morning, um, Wednesday afternoon, what was our, our agenda for that day? Do we remember what that was? It's just a couple of days ago, but yeah, sometimes we just forget, don't yeah. we? Yeah, we were uh, we were at Weber State, Weber State. Yeah, Weber State University. Share some of those um, experiences that you had there, and what we were doing with those banner stands and stuff over there. Yeah, Russ. I think for all of us, any of us can be a little apprehensive to just walk up to strangers and you know, start up a conversation with them, especially about things that are going to be controversial or, or, um, maybe unpopular, at least, at least in our minds, because it's, it's, it's weighty things. And it's, um, it's putting ourselves in a, a place that feels pretty vulnerable, but you coached us well through how to, how to engage and initiate conversations and having those banners, asking questions about the purpose of life or who is Jesus, questions like that. People have opinions. I think that's something that I, was reminded of is that everyone has thoughts about these things Yeah, because God has created us as, as spiritual beings who think about spiritual realities and spiritual things. So everyone has an opinion about the purpose of life or who Jesus is, whether, whether good or bad. And you go to college like that, go to university. Well, they're going to be trying to instill uh, these different non-biblical concepts. Yeah. 
And so, and they're trying boy. to figure these things out, right? That's why we, we go to college. I think one thing that stood out to me, Russ, was uh, that that people are looking. They're looking for these answers, uh, but when they're when our when our conclusions about life are challenged, uh, it's just it's just uncomfortable. But compassion and, and love for Christ and love for lost people compels us to even be willing to step into an awkward situation where I think some people might say, well, I, I could never do that. Like, well, actually, you can. You can. And, and, and the gospel is worth putting ourselves in, in what feels like a vulnerable or awkward situation because eternity is real. So that was, I think, just good, good reminders for all Excellent. of us. Excellent. Thank you. Um, Houston, would you want to share maybe uh, an experience that you had there at Weber State talking with people, just kind of, you know, without mentioning any particular names maybe, but just kind of give some general impressions you had and experiences you had? Sure. Um, There's a handful of people that myself and another member of our team, we tried to approach. Um, we were kind of striking out at the beginning. Most people were just content to keep, you know, keep on walking. Um, usually they were gracious enough to accept a, a gospel tract or um, something we, we, we offered to them in passing. Um, but uh, we had a conversation with one lady, um, and uh, we were talking about uh, the nature of man and, you know, asking her opinion about that. And um, she kind of took an all, you know, all roads lead uh, to heaven type uh, type stance where, um, you know, she even said that, well, you know, if Muslim, uh, Christian, uh, Mormon, it, it doesn't really matter. You know, like we're all, you know, children of God and, uh, and that kind of thing. And so, um, we were, we were trying to, uh, explore, uh, with her, um, what the Bible says about the nature of, uh, of man and, and of who Jesus is, you know, and differentiate between the Jesus of, uh, Mormonism or the Jesus of, uh, of, um, Bible of, of the Bible, yeah. you know? Um, so, um, yeah, it was, it was tough. She, yeah. she was very insistent that, um, you know, Jesus, Jesus is the son of God, not, not God. Um, and it was, uh, one of those conversations where we, we kind of got into a, a bit of a, a circle where we kind of went around and around a little bit, but, um, but we were, we were able to share, you know, what the Bible had to say about it. And, you know, if, if, uh, you know, it's not our job to give her ears to hear. You know, that's that's something that the Holy Spirit will uh, be at work if, if he chooses to do that. And uh, and so, yeah, we were thankful for the opportunity to have that discussion with her. Yep, excellent. Well, thank you. And now going over to Corey, um, after we went to Weber State, um, where did we go after that? I guess it was the car wash that you guys put on here at the Blue House. Tell us a little bit about uh, that experience. Uh, you, you washed one or two, three, four, five cars, you know, people well, going by? Well, I think we washed about nine and a wheelchair. Okay. But I'll let Corey explain that because that, uh, that was his part. But, um, yeah, so when you actually were telling us about that, you said that it would actually, you know, it may take a while, you know, because it's just like going fishing. I think you used yeah. that analogy. And I would probably say within 30 minutes – we were getting people. So I actually got to speak to the first customer. Right. And talking with him, he wasn't LDS. He really didn't know. So he was raised Catholic. 
but really wasn't, you know, that much a par- uh, part of the church. But I got to talking about what we did here, what we're doing, sharing with the LDS and just the gospel to everyone. And so he was really appreciative of that and thanked me. And I wouldn't say it was, I want to say it was meaningful, but I did get the gospel across. And I think for me being here, that's the whole point. Talking with anyone, whether it be LDS, someone who's not a believer is, you know, I'm not all knowing, I'm not all knowledgeable, but if I can, I, but I do know the gospel. And if I can just get that across to yep. anyone, be yep. it LDS or That's not, right. That's right. then I've accomplished my goal. And we were, we were talking earlier um, during the break how, you know, sometimes we're cultivating the ground to get the gospel out. And then sometimes we're sharing the gospel. We just have to be sensitive to the Lord as to what that conversation is supposed to look like. Always in, in having in mind the gospel for sure, you know. But I think you guys have just really done a great job of of, of striking that that particular, you know, that, uh, I don't know, the word balance is overused sometimes, but just finding that um, ability to to do so in a meaningful way. So thanks to everybody. And you guys um, did some work projects here at the Blue House, but am I missing anything after the car wash? Was there something that evening um, after, on on Wednesday after the car wash? What did we do? Yeah, Eric Johnson. Oh, you went to go hear Eric Johnson from yeah, uh, yeah. Research Ministry. Corey wants to talk about okay. that or Houston. Or, yeah, Houston. Sure, Houston. Go ahead. Um, what was it about hearing from Eric Johnson, um, who's with um, Viewpoint on Mormonism, heard on, on this station Monday through Friday at 9, 9.45 in the morning, 9.45 at night, Monday through Friday? Um, yeah, what, what was the takeaway from, from that time with Eric? Well, it was a really cool time. Uh, we got to just ask a lot of questions that we've had about, uh, the Mormon religion. And, um, you know, I'm, I myself still have a lot of stuff that I don't understand, but, you know, we talked about eternity and we talked about some of the different, um, viewpoints that they have and inconsistencies that that they have in their religion. Um, as far as, um, their scriptures versus the Bible, um, which was really helpful. It was really helpful to hear, um, Mr. Johnson talk about how um, we can we can differentiate uh, pretty quickly um, the the religion of Christianity from uh, the Mormon religion just by comparing a couple of verses from from each. Um, he cited one I don't recall the reference, but um, but uh, what, it was just after Joseph Smith had his his vision. Uh, supposedly, um, where, you know, he's asking, he's asking of God, what, you know, when, which church should I be going to? Um, and, and God says, none of them, you know, they're all an abomination to me. Um, and so one of, that was really helpful because one of the things I've heard over and over this week is, um, oh, we're the same, you know, we, we, we both believe in Jesus and, um, yeah, so, there, there's a real desire from the Mormon to Absolutely. try to say that we're the same, and well, it's thank helpful. you. Yeah, great, great synopsis, everybody. Um, with that, we've just got about 45 seconds left, so I'm just going to try to give a real quick synopsis. Uh, we, we did a we did a little bit of service work for some uh, uh, friends of ours, uh, cleaned cleaned their home. Uh, we went to Sunstone to try to share Christ with the people that are there, kind of in a post Mormon quasi-liberal progressive idea of of what is truth and all these things it's just a 
it's kind of a very interesting situation there. So a lot of great things. I want to thank you guys from Gold Country for being here on this mission trip. We're going to have to sign off for now. We hope the, uh, all the seeds planted, we are going to trust the Lord with it. And uh, so thank you again for everything. And thank you for listening here to Passion for Christ on KUTR with the Truth Radio Network. Thanks for joining us.